We, of course, want to first say welcome to our guest, Bryn. Welcome. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me. We're so excited. She has a podcast. It's called Spreading the Light. Is that correct? Yes. It's my biggest fear to get someone's podcast or Instagram <laughs> handle wrong, and then it just it stresses me out. <laughs> no, me too. Whenever I'm like do my podcast, I always get so stressed. I'm like, um, is this right? So I totally get it. Yeah. So for our fun question to start the podcast episode off, we wanted to ask, what is your favorite vessel for drinking water out? <laughs> water vessel. Favorite water <laughs> That's vessel. a good question. Mine would have to be my Awala. Um, I got told about Awala's like about six months ago and I thought they were overhyped and I was like oh I just don't understand why like an Awala is so cool but it's super cool because like there's a portion where you can like drink out of a straw or you can like you know if you want a bigger sip you can oh. tilt back and then you know there's two different ways you can drink it so wow that's cool I saw someone on Facebook saying that all of our straws are going to make you get like wrinkles all around your lips because you're extending your lips more often <gasps> which I don't know if it's true but here I am. I'll have both of lips. them with <laughs> cups in front of them with straws. Oh no. Yes. Yeah, so I have a off brand. It's like a metal steel metal cup that like keeps stuff cold. I got it from Walmart. It has a straw <laughs> because if I have to go through the effort of opening the drinking vessel, I it's too much of a hindrance and then I don't drink water. I just drink coffee. And then mm. my husband is like, you're supposed to drink water. So <laughs> the straw in the cup, it needs to be cold. And so that like helps keep it cold. I got you. It hits all the high That's, points. Yes. Hey, it does the job. Mm-hmm. My favorite drinking vessel. I actually have so many that I don't even know which one's my favorite. I would have to say I use my Stanley the most, but I don't like it because I tip it over and it spills. Well, so that tragic. <laughs> so point. Stanleys are overrated, but they are cute. So but they are that cute. they are aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite is probably. I have like a 40 ounce Yeti with a straw lid, but mm. now that I know that I'll get wrinkles, I'll just switch back to the other lid again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to drink out of a cup with a straw when I was at home, but it was so small that I had to refill it all the time. Mm. And since mm. I came to school, I use the water bottle just because I have a Nalgene, um, just because it was larger and it's easy to open, and I'm not worried about breaking it or spilling or anything. Yeah. And it's just been my new emotional support water bottle that has now come everywhere with me all the time. <laughs> I don't yes. leave anywhere without it. So, yeah, I guess my Nalgene. Shout out to Abigail Davis for gifting this to me. She was like, you don't have a Nalgene. You need one. So she bought one for me. They don't keep so that I cold. Could, but so that I could put stickers on. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, Yeah. Really, a vessel for stickers, not yeah. water. What's your aesthetic <laughs> so vessel real. of choice? <laughs> so, Bren, I would love to hear a bit about you before we get into the the deeper discussion. Maybe like a little bit about your hobbies, what you like to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, a little bit about me is that I attend Mississippi State University. So, definitely, school takes up a lot of time. But if I'm not doing school. I love the outdoors, playing sports, and getting coffee and talking about the Lord with my friends. Yes. If you walk into a coffee shop, 99% of the time, you will see me there. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, and just overall, I'm a type of person that's always down for an adventure. Um, 
So yeah, and I will say I'm a communications major with um, a concentration in public relations, which is super cool because I was going to be kinesiology and the Lord just completely shut that door because I just mm. ended up not having an interest um, going to school for seven years to be a physical therapist. And just the Lord really wow. revealed to me my hobbies and everything that I like to do has everything to do with communications. So it's pretty great. And that's Love a little that. bit about me oh also fun facts about me is i have a twin brother i love telling everyone that whoa, i have a twin brother whoa. because it's just such a fun fact that is a really cool fun yeah fact. that is i saw this post once that was like i don't know why it seems like all twins are young but i never expect to meet like an adult twin which i feel like is so true like when you meet mm. someone in like a working environment and they say something about their twin it's like like what? there's you a lady in her like twin? 50s or 60s that works here who's a twin yeah i didn't know that until really was, who yeah shauna myers ain't no way yes yeah. and it always catches me off guard <laughs> when she talks about her twin i'm like wait what and because i don't know i guess you just think of them as being small but yeah i don't know that's it's super true. cool well you you can only tell that they're twins when they are small because they grow up and then they all live in different places and yeah yeah so cool. yeah are you guys identical twins we're fraternal but my twin and I, we literally look nothing like. Like, you could maybe tell we're related, but a lot of people don't think we're related, but they just think we're, like, best friends or something. But, oh, I mean, funny. he is my best friend, but also we oh. are twins, so it's really sweet. <laughs> Probably wouldn't catch it if you guys were out in public. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so we heard a little bit about your hobbies, but how did you come to know Christ? Yeah, so how I came to know Christ, well, I was born into a... Um, family that was raised going to church. Uh, my parents brought us to church every week, but it felt definitely like a chore. And mm. so I would definitely say I didn't really know the Lord then. I would just say I knew of the Lord then. Um, and I experienced a lot of church hurt, which caused me to really step back in um, going to church. So again, just pretty much until my high school days, I really just knew of the Lord. Um, and there was times that like were really hard that I would go back to God, but I would just consider myself very lukewarm until November last year. Um, I just was in a really deep part um, of my life and really just cried out to the Lord um, eagerly for his help and just longing to get to know someone who actually cared about me and mm -hmm. um, wanted the best for me. And so I started seeking and pursuing the Lord a bit more, but it wasn't really until I attended Passion Conference this past January when I really invited the Lord into every single thing that I do and um, just every moment of my life and truly became on fire for the Lord. So that's just a little summary about how I came to know the Lord. That's, that's awesome. so awesome. That is awesome. So what would you say are like some main struggles that you went through with your walk with the Lord? Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say there's definitely been a lot of struggle, like struggles when I knew of the Lord. Um, I, when I was going through high school, I just had a lot of friendships that I was surrounding myself with that just didn't like actually pursue the Lord. Like they claimed the name of the Lord, yeah. but didn't pursue him. So I got like a misrepresentation of what it meant to be a Christian, um, yeah. just being a part of these friend groups and stuff and not really having people that like actually pursued the Lord in my life. Um, and it was just a lot of lukewarmness, which um, I myself was in as well. So with that, just friendships 
had a lot of gossiping and just worldly yeah. things. And so I really, really struggled in the sense of like knowing the Lord in a deeper level with that, because when you're so caught up in what you think are Christian friendships and they're not, you really just kind of overlook what you're doing. So that was definitely a struggle for me is like finding out like what it means to pursue the Lord and what it means to like yeah. walk in obedience to God. And also I struggled a lot with putting my worth and identity into the activities and things that I was doing. So in schoolwork and comparing myself to other people and so um, my true. hobbies, and I just really compared myself. Um, and those are what I would say are like my two biggest struggles was just also like finding my identity and what guys thought of me and um, just really not looking to the Lord for what he calls me to be and tells me that I am the daughter of a king and just the yeah. intentionality that he has for my life and the friends that I should be surrounded with. Like I definitely just struggled with the sense of figuring out what it meant um, to be a part of godly friendships and realizing that godly friendships are loving, but they also call you out um, and just that they won't leave you and they're eternal friendships. And yeah. so I will just say like, those are definitely a few of the biggest struggles that I've faced. Um, and the Lord's really just been so gracious in teaching me, especially in this season of my life of what godly friendships look like and what it means to put my identity in Christ. And I think since passion, it's been such um, a really cool thing because I, with putting identity in other people, I was so scared to do literally anything to talk about the Lord and I struggled a lot with just being myself around people and just giving that all to the Lord and being like, I, you know, am a child that you created in your image yeah. um, and that you have such a purpose already written for my life. Um, mm -hmm. I think that really just helped me take a step back and realize that, you know, I can just walk out in life and just proclaim the name of the Lord and also just just be joyful and goofy and not really specifically yeah. take to what other people think about me. Um, and that's been a struggle that has been definitely something I've been overcoming is just learning to be myself in every certain situation. So, yeah. 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 I love that. I think a lot of girls, especially in their high school years, like you were saying, struggle with a lot of those. I think the world just tells us that like we are who we hang out with and like there's truth that we yeah. become more like them but I don't know you don't your worth and your community like community aren't the same thing like yeah who you are as a person is defined by Christ not whether you hang out with you know the nerd group or you know the cool girl group or the sporty so, group. Yeah. like that doesn't make you who you are yeah for sure no yeah and I think once like you take a step back and like realize that like what you want to be known as is someone whose life is centered around the Lord. It truly yeah. just changes the perspective because also then you want to get to know everyone because you just want to tell everyone about God. And yeah, so um, I think that it's really cool and it's been really eye opening um, just seeing like how the Lord has moved through that. Um, and that, you know, I just spent so much of my life like struggling with seeking all of that. And I mean, I'm so blessed to go through that because it's a testimony that I get to share and get to yeah. tell other girls that struggle with it or even other guys that struggle with finding their identity and other things. But definitely like moving past that, it's like I don't ever want to find my identity in something other than the Lord ever again because truly nothing compares to what God says about me. Yeah. yeah. 
So how do you feel like you moved from being a lukewarm Christian into like passionately following Christ? I, we didn't have that on the page. I'm sorry. I just, that was a question that just oh, came to my mind. No, that's a really good question. For me, honestly, it was getting called out by a friend and mm-hmm. my acting coach. Um, I struggled a lot, as I said before, with just being in a terrible friend group. And I had felt so convicted of everything that I was doing. Um, and it wasn't even to an extreme point of like completely going off track, but it was dipping my toes into the waters of things that would have led me down just a really worldly, sinful life. And I was already living in sin. Um, and I had felt literally so convicted. I remember driving to one of my acting lessons being like, oh my goodness, what am I doing with my life? Like, why did I do these things? Why am, why, why am I hanging out with these people? So when I got to my acting lesson, I sat down with, um, who's also one of my mentors, I sat down and I was like, I just don't think this life that I'm living is something that the Lord wants me to live out. But I don't even, you know, I'm so far from the Lord and I don't even know what his purpose is for my life. And I just don't yeah. really understand like, mm-hmm what it even looks like to bring God into every single moment of every day. And um, I want my friends to know that I'm a Christian and actually know like that I want to know the Lord. And so we just had like an hour conversation about that. And he asked me a question. He was like, so if these friendships like that are causing you to like dip your toes into sin, why are you hanging out with them when they are sinning and stuff? And Mm -hmm. started asking me questions that like made me kind of open my mind more towards like, okay, well, like just questioning the the purpose of, you know, where I was with my time and when I was there. And then my friend Chloe um, told me, she was like, the Lord just has some like such greater purpose for your life. Mm-hmm. And um, I really just hate to see you surrounding yourself with people that are not filling your cup. And so after just getting like convicted and having conversations um, about like the Lord, just like having a greater purpose um, for my life. I was kind of questioning. I was like, okay, well, like, let me see what the fullness of the Lord looks like. And yeah. so it took me literally telling my friends that were I like that weren't good friends that I need to take a step back and I need to get in the word and I want to pursue the Lord. And I know that may look different than, you know, what, how you guys are living right now, but I feel like the Lord is calling me to this greater purpose to go spread the gospel. Um, just after telling them that and taking a step back and really just diving into the word and seeing what all like the word and the Lord has to offer and just like the fullness that comes with it. I was like, okay, then why am I not just spending so much intentional time, like wanting to desire the Lord, wanting to pursue the Lord? Like, why am I just sitting here and just wanting to only know of him him, and only know half of him when I could have all of him. And that was really just when the light bulb switched, like of just the realization that there's so much more to like faith than what like people think. Um, Because I think that a lot of Christians just watered down. Like, you know, I want to live in both worlds. I want to do both things. But when you look in revelation and you look at um, chapter three, it really talks about like the lukewarmness um, and just like that the Lord um, will spit you out if you're living in a life of both. Which is so and, scary. And like reading <laughs> yeah. that, like I'm like, whoa! The fact that like I was living a life of both, and the Lord like just really weighed Himself on my heart and really pursued me, and like the fact yeah. that I was still even dipping my toes in the water, it's just like really interesting and really incredible to see. 
um, just like the switch that there is with lukewarmness and being on fire for God. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because you don't know it until you actively start pursuing the Lord. And until that realization hits that you can't just have your life with Christian, like your Christianity and your faith and your Christian friends and your life that you live at school or on Fridays yeah. or Saturdays, like you just can't have them as two separate things. And once you merge them together and see there's so much fullness with it, mm-hmm. it's just an immediate like switch and burning passion for God. Yeah. Yeah. I think some good advice that someone gave me was look at your friends and I'll tell you where you'll be in like five years. And so if yeah. Yeah, if the people you're hanging out with aren't living the life that you want to live in five years, then why are you even hanging out with them? Yes, for sure. And like the people like that you should be surrounding yourself with should be people that are pouring into you and that are equally yoked with you. So true. Um, and that's something that I've definitely had to like learn um, is how important that is um, and how important it is to surround yourself with people who are literally seeking the Lord and desiring him with all of their hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how would you say that you started to live openly in your community and your school and really show other people the love of Christ? Yeah, I think it really just took um, a sense of urgency, knowing yeah. that, you know, everyone's time on earth, you know, is numbered and like we don't know the last day that we're going to be here and when the Lord is going to call us to our forever home and so as a Christian if we're not living with that urgency wanting people to know like the name of Jesus and know the satisfaction and the fullness of God and knowing what you know God did to send his son down to die for our sins like if we're not living with that urgency um then I think we're missing a whole point of Christianity because in the Bible in Matthew, it tells us, you know, we're called to go make disciples. Mm-hmm. And so I think just hearing that verse and just talking about the urgency of our calling really helped me just take that into school. And literally I bought so many Christian t-shirts to create conversations. Um, and I know for me, like on my personal Instagram, just like posting questions, like if y'all have questions about the Lord, like, feel free to like ask me about them because I'd love to answer them. And then also just going up to people in school and sitting down with them and talking with them, getting to know their heart um, is so important. But, you know, I couldn't have done that on my own. Like it's just constantly prayer that the Lord just shows me who he wants me to speak to, who um, he's already stirring their hearts and who I can plant seeds in. And also we actually talked about this last night at a worship night that sometimes we're called into uncomfortable faith. Um, where we truly just have to be obedient to God and sometimes do uncomfortable things. Because if we're living in comfortability, then like we sometimes miss opportunities that God has to help build his kingdom. So what does abiding in Christ look like for you as far as your everyday life? Yeah, I think just making everything about the Lord and having an eternal mindset is something that's really helped me just abide in the Lord. It's like getting into the word and entering the throne room where we're just with the Lord, talking with the Lord, mm. being intentional with God because it is a relationship yeah. um, and taking all distractions away, which is easier said than done. But just asking the Lord to remove distractions and just literally sitting and listening to him, especially like just focusing on the Lord and just truly spending that time with him 
literally makes my day 10 times better, provides me just so much more wisdom and just so much more calmness and comfort and takes away all my anxieties throughout the day. And truly it just, when you're abiding in the Lord, it makes just life a little bit easier to walk through. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there's still going to be struggles and challenges, but if you're truly sitting at God's feet and like listening and hearing the word and taking it and implementing it into your life, it just makes it so much better because you have your purpose for life and just your comfort and your joy and your peace all just within this, within the Bible and within God. I think just abiding in the truth is just so important. Yeah, I love what you said about removing distractions. I always think about the story of Mary and Martha. Mm-hmm. And I feel yes. like my personality or I don't know if that's personality or just the way my brain is wired, but I tend to be the one that's trying to keep busy and move on to the next thing or think about logistics and get things done, get things organized. And so I have a hard time slowing down or setting aside that time yeah. just to be alone with the Lord. And I think that's really really important and some people can overlook the importance of having that quiet time with God and just being in fellowship with him. So I think that's really cool what you shared. It's also really easy for me to just be like, reach the end of the day and realize like, wow, like I didn't take Jesus through my day with me. You know, it's like, I wish I would have been talking to him throughout the day, talking to him when I was, you know, tired, when I was doubting, you know, just different things like that. Or even just like, you know, vibing, like, man, I wish I'd brought the Lord into that day more. And that's something I've tried to train myself to do. And I feel like, I feel like in my spiritual life, I just go through like phases of focusing on different things. Yeah. And I think that's like a phase I need to enter into more of like bringing Jesus into yeah. into my daily life. It also is something that if, doesn't just affect you, but it affects other people when you're around them. You know, your whole demeanor and just like how you act is mm-hmm. something I I used to tell kids that I was leading a missions trip with, if I don't get enough t- quality time with the Lord per day, I don't act as I should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it just affects how you act because you aren't imitating Christ. Yeah. And yeah. so I feel like it's so easy to take advantage of the spiritual highs that we get on and how much we see the Lord move in our life and um, I don't know. You you definitely seem like you are on a spiritual high and praise the Lord for that. I love hearing you talk about Jesus. It's really encouraging. And would you say that there's any time that you've like fallen off that spiritual high and that you've realized, uh oh, like I need to go running back to the Lord. And like, what would you say like brought you back? Through those moments where it doesn't feel like a spiritual high, I think we can easily think that we're you know, missing a part of the Lord, like we're missing his presence and we start seeking his presence and we start seeking like the gifts and stuff that he brings us, at least for me, like, you know, it's like seeking like certain things that come with being in relationship with the Lord. But I would say like, for me, when I am not in a spiritual high, just seeking the Lord and who he is even harder and making sure I'm disciplined to still read the word is so important because we're not going to fully receive the spiritual highs all the time. And Mm -hmm. there's just so many different things. But in those moments, if you're just like, well, uh, God's not doing this, God's not doing that, then first off, God is in the midst. 
and he is present throughout and you are learning so much in those things if you have the mindset of God is using this for his good and his glory um and that God is still using those quote-unquote not spiritual highs for you to just literally seek him with all of your heart your mind your soul like he is using those moments to just to just for you to seek him even harder and I think that's truly a blessing because if we just think life is easy and walking with the Lord is rainbows and you know we don't have to try then we again miss that relationship aspect because we do have to seek the Lord and not just let him come to us I would say if you know you are going through like a spiritual low and you don't feel the Lord's presence start seeking him and start seeking like his truth even harder and make sure you're disciplined with that because sometimes you may not want to read the word but getting into the bible even when you don't want to you're still going to learn so much even if it feels like you're in a low yeah yeah i think too often like it's really easy to just chase like the good spiritual feelings yeah. like we think of the good spiritual feelings is when you're spiritually mature uh, or like that's when your your relationship's really growing, and yeah. that's not biblical. <laughs> We're not called to chase feelings and emotions and yeah. feeling really yeah. excited about God. Like that's not not necessarily they're not bad things, but God is the main thing that we're pursuing, yeah. not just yes. the the feeling that I'm doing well spiritually. Yeah, which is can be really hard for me. Yeah. What advice would you give to high school girls? I know you just graduated from high school and it's one of our main audiences. Yeah. I wish that someone told me in high school to just not get discouraged with everything because the hard points in my life, I just really was like, there's really no purpose to life. And I feel so discouraged and I feel this, I feel that, but you know, sometimes feelings aren't the truth. The heart can be deceitful. I think that if someone had told me that, you know, look towards the truth and look towards the Lord in these moments and that these are going to be used for his glory and a testimony and that it'll be able to help people. I think that would have just given me a lot of comfort. And so just like, know that the Lord is going to use everything you walk through for his glory and for a purpose. Um, because from being someone who is so broken to someone who is mended through the grace and the love of God, like I can attest that like those moments were used for the glory of God. And I would not be who I am today if I didn't walk through all of that. Also just continue to seek the Lord, even if you may not feel him, because as we just talked about, like, you know, sometimes we're not going to get those feelings of, bursting into tears and while you're worshiping and stuff don't seek the feelings that come with the lord seek the lord himself is something that i would say because for the longest of times i was like well if i'm not feeling this and i'm not feeling that then what's the purpose like what's this and that was something that i really thought in high school a lot especially because again i knew of the lord and i knew of like everyone getting so overwhelmed by his presence and when I didn't receive that and when I didn't feel that way then I felt like I didn't even have a relationship with the Lord Um, and that's not like what a relationship with the Lord like it's not based on like specifically like feeling overwhelmed and breaking down into tears every single time you're like it looks different for everyone yeah and I I realized that everyone's relationship with the Lord looks different and that 
that the Lord is pursuing you in a different way than other people and that the Lord is um, just moving in your life in different ways. Like, Mm -hmm. I think if I would have realized that at a younger age, I think it would have honestly been a little bit easier to lean in and trust God um, because I expected that my life was going to look the same as like my other Christian friends. And that's not the truth because again, the Lord uses all of our testimonies for his good. And he's not going to have the same testimony for everyone because there's so many different people in the world who are walking through different things. So if we're all the same, then how are we going to be able to pour into other people that are broken and walking through like different things? If we're all like as Christians all have the same stories. Yeah. Comparison is such a thief of joy. (laughs) And so looking at comparing our relationship with the Lord to someone, we were even talking about this on one of, our podcast episodes like looking at someone that has been walking with the lord for 30 plus years versus your own relationship with the lord you could either be encouraged or discouraged and that we don't want to be left in discouragement but we can also look up to them in the way that they love the lord and their passion for the lord and that's so good (laughs) all from the lord (laughs) amen we keep saying the same exact thing. We all hang out too much. <laughs> uh, I love that, though. <laughs> it's like that. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Amen. amen. <laughs> it's been so much fun having you on this podcast, Bryn. I've loved getting to. Whoa, that was a weird sentence. Loved you... getting to meet you. Is that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, oh. it is. Is that grammatically correct? It is. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Struggle busing. Anyways, really, really enjoyed getting to meet you. And I know that these ladies did as well. And I just love hearing, we have said this before when we had other guests, but I love hearing the different perspectives of how people, like what the Lord is showing them in their different seasons of life and how you came to know the Lord and how you're on fire for him now and the things that you're doing. And it's just really a cool testimony that encourages me. And I know for them, that's the same as well. Um, So we hope that this episode has encouraged uh, you guys as listeners as well. If you're interested in hearing more episodes on the podcast, we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're also on Amazon Music. And Amazon Music. That's the other one I was thinking of. And Bryn has a podcast, too, like we mentioned earlier, called Spreading the Light. What platforms are you on, Bryn? I'm on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Awesome. And then your Instagram? is My Instagram is at Spreading the Light Podcast. At Spreading the Light Podcast. So yeah, make sure you go check out Bryn's Instagram and podcast as well. Um, And you can check out Holy Devoted Instagram at holy.devoted.podcast. Once again, we want to thank our sponsors, Teen Missions International. If you're interested in going on a mission trip this summer or in the spring, you can look at their website at teenmissions.org.